0: Hi, I'm Sakshi, I'm Arnie, and this is the Overfeeling Podcast. Everyone, welcome back to our fourth podcast. Um, I feel like I've started to sort of forget, like, what number are we on? Because we've been doing this for a while, it's been a half minute. Yeah. Um, and thank you so much for joining in again.
1: Yes, thank you, as always. You know, we say it at the start of every episode, and we're gonna be y'all. We <laughs> gotta be thankful
0: for the people around us.
1: Yes, exactly. It's just it's so validating, especially when we hear it from our really good friends, like how much they relate to the things that we say, like, it's just keeps us going.
0: And it gives us really good motivation to keep making new episodes and yeah, keep doing what we love to do. Cause this is honestly a lot of fun for both of us. We love the brainstorming session and we love actually recording the podcast. It's a great way for us I feel like it's really helped our friendship too, um, and and it's nice to have that creative outlet in the midst of all the regular craziness in our life. Yes, exactly. For today's podcast, we are going to be talking about the topic of uncertainty and how, as twenty-something year olds, we are trying to navigate it the best we can. And uncertainty is broad
1: for a reason. We. It's on purpose why we just labeled it uncertainty because uncertainty like with most things that we've talked about so far is a very personal thing and one of the things that we realized when we were brainstorming this episode was that uncertainty for us is almost reversed <laughs> now and our lives looked really different a year ago and right now Sakshi is going through a transition phase that I feel like I went through last year and then now I'm going through the transition phase she went through last year. So it's just really interesting to
0: think about things in that way. Uh, but yeah, Sakshi, do you want to yeah, go definitely. into Yeah, definitely. So I'm about to graduate grad school and go into the quote-unquote real world. And this is something that Arnie was going through last year. And now Arnie is... Has, she's gone into the real world. She's done her whole gap year thing. And now she's the one who's going into grad school. So we're both dealing with uncertainty, but in totally opposite ways, which is really cool and interesting. Like
1: Sakshi mentioned, I
0: am finishing up my gap year, which
1: in some ways I am thankful that it did end up just being a gap year. You know, mm-hmm. my plans last year of facing the uncertainty of going into the real world, something that seemed so scary and insurmountable (laughs) at that time, I'm nearing the tail end of at least this phase of my life's real world experience, you could say, and yeah, it's crazy, crazy to think about.
0: I agree. And I'm so glad for me that I do have something lined up after I graduate. Um, So I have a fellowship lined up, but again, it's only for three months. So I'm glad I know what I'm going to be doing for the next three months after I graduate, but I have absolutely no clue of what I'm going to be doing after that fellowship ends. And that's where all the uncertainty for me personally stems from. Will I be doing a full-time job? Will I be I don't know what state I'm going to be in. I don't know what kind of job I'm going to have. There's, I really don't know. And I think it's, pretty opposite from what we were used to in undergrads. So in undergrad, by the time April rolled around, we had a lot of our six to the, the next six to 12 months figured out. And that's definitely not the case. So in undergrad, we knew what sort of classes we were taking, who our new roommates are going to be, um, what state we were going to be in, what apartment we were going to live in, like all of that was solidified. And for both of that, none of that is solidified at this moment. And that's where we get a lot of that uncertainty and the accompanying anxiety. For sure. And
1: like you, Sakshi, I do want to preface too that I've already applied to grad school I have already committed to a school. And so to some extent, a little of that a little bit of that uncertainty is gone, but not completely. <laughs> and I think that is definitely the clincher there where knowing myself and how I operate, I do want all the answers right away. That's just kind of the person I've always been. And even having this little bit of uncertainty with figuring out financial aid, figuring out housing and what my program is going to be like, and all of these things that are still up in the air, like it does put me in that space of anxiety and confusion and fear. And I guess, like we said, towards the beginning, this is just a conversation and how we're trying to navigate that. But I think this is going to be one of those times where we really don't have the answer this time. Yeah. Like we, we're I just kind of weighing it.
0: You know? We're going to have a whole lot of different episodes on this topic but it's inserted into you. But I feel like the point of this has really been to tell people. We don't know, we're confused and that is okay. So please don't feel alone because you're not. I feel a lot of people our age are going through a lot of the similar struggles of navigating the world, navigating whether it's grad school or a full-time job because we've been in school our whole lives and literally since we were in kindergarten and and suddenly being thrust into a full-time job or another grad school, it's just, it's different. And it's something we have never experienced in our whole life. And that is absolutely terrifying, at least for me. Yeah, for me too.
1: <laughs> I just I guess something we could do that could be fun would be like since we are entering phases of our lives that are similar to like what you and I are at now. Yeah. Like maybe if there, there's a word of advice that Ooh. you and I can give to each other, just I, I know we're it. trying to I know we're trying to figure it out, but like maybe a little bit of guidance or just something we've learned in the last year of ever since we graduated undergrad.
0: Okay. Do you want to go first? Because I'm still thinking about the advice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. I just kind of like threw that out there. (laughs) We didn't just guess this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay,
1: let let me see. I think what you said to everyone listening, right? The whole you're not alone piece I think is key because I remember... Nearing graduation and not having anything figured out, just knowing that I have at least a year off of school, where my goals that I outlined had a lot to do with more just resting and figuring myself out outside of school and um, more and also saving money, right? Those are good goals, but they also didn't, again, provide a lot of that stability and that certainty that I definitely want yeah. as a person um so i just i remember how that felt and i remember wishing that there was a clearer roadmap but knowing what i don't now it really my mom likes to say the saying if it's meant for you it will be for you mm-hmm. and i kind of just keep that in my back pocket <laughs> at any given moment anytime anytime i'm faced with a transition period and i think While it's not all encompassing and not perfect, maybe that can be, you know, something to take moving forward where, you know, maybe after the three months or done with the fellowship, like if it's meant for you, then... (laughs)
0: I I feel like that's really comforting, honestly. So thank you. And I guess my advice, I know we're sort of in different positions because I'm going to the same school as I did in undergrad, but learn to make friends both within your cohort slash major, but also outside because people Mm -hmm. have really interesting interests and hobbies. Um, Do the whole stereotypical freshman thing again because this is your second chance. So do all the things you wish you did your freshman year of undergrad and do it now because you have a whole three years and which is pretty much similar to undergrads. So go to all those stereotypical freshman activities, the <laughs> grad version of it. Um, and do that. And I think the whole social component of grad school is really important. Um, I remember we had a class this is fall 2020 um that was really really brutal and after it was over zoom because you know covid um but after one of the classes uh, a couple of us just stayed on the zoom room and we just vented about how we were all struggling with the class and that was so cathartic to know that we weren't alone and to know that we're like okay we're struggling but at least i'm not alone so that was really nice so Don't neglect the social component. Yes, academics are important. Yes, your career is important. But this is literally one of the last times in your life that you're going to be with people you're similar age and that you're going through similar things with. That's very true. I think
1: I like that, like the way you put that, where it's like, it's freshman year 2.0. I didn't even think about it that way. I was almost (laughs) just like, okay, you know, grad school, sure. But knowing that, looking back, you know, knowing the things that I did, I do wish I did in undergrad. I think moving forward, that's just a yeah. good, such a good mindset to have where it's like, you have a second chance, like make use of it. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: Second chance, And you do, and you get to literally start over because you are going to be going to a new school with people. You don't know everyone and everything. So yeah, you gotta yeah. not really reinvent yourself. I'm not a huge fan of that phrase, but Try to figure out the best version of yourself and the version of yourself you want to portray.
1: In a new environment,
0: wow. In a new environment, exactly. (laughs) I think
1: going back to the the topic of uncertainty, it's like that kind of mindset is a really good one to have where, you know, there's so much we don't know, but it's almost like...